Get ready for your daily dose of table tennis techniques, tactics, and training ideas that will help take your game to the next level. You're listening to the Ask a Table Tennis Coach podcast, hosted by Ben Larkum of ExpertTableTennis.com. It's episode 44 of the Ask a Table Tennis Coach podcast. My name is Ben Larkham and today we're talking about the difference between short and long pimples. Our question comes from Steve and Steve asks, I've seen a trend as for a number of modern defenders using short pips compared to long. Does one have a distinct advantage over the other? Certainly I'd think short pips have the advantage for easier surprise blocks and counter hits, but beyond that, namely chopping, how do they differ? Okay, well, I always like to start questions about defending and and pips with a disclaimer that I really don't know what I'm talking about. I've never used long pips. Um, I haven't really coached any serious players that use them either. But with that in mind, here are my thoughts. Firstly, um, choppers are struggling in the modern game, okay? We all know that. It's not easy to be a chopper anymore. You need to be able to attack as a chopper because otherwise you're going to spend the whole game just on the back foot hoping your opponent's going to miss. And that's why modern defenders tend to have an attacking rubber on one side of their bat, pips on the other. So they're using a combination bat instead of just long pips on both sides. And they're attacking and defending instead of just defending, just chopping from, from a long way back from the table. Now, as with all table tennis rubbers, there's going to be advantages, there's going to be disadvantages. It's up to you to decide what works best for you. But let's run through the advantages and disadvantages of long pips and short pips. Okay, so starting with long pips. Well, I guess the main advantage of long pips is that it's the easiest to chop and defend with. So you're able to... um, get away with not reading the spin that well, not having maybe the best of feeling because if people are giving you loads of heavy spin, you can just chop it back and your bat's going to deal with a lot of the incoming spin without having to make all those minute adjustments yourself. Another big advantage is if people are giving you really heavy top spin, when you're chopping that back, it's going to turn it into real heavy backspin, which is going to make it more difficult for the attacker. And that's something that you don't get so much with the other rubbers. Um, And finally, I mean, you can do loads of different weird stuff with long pips. So, you know, maybe this isn't really textbook, but if you're up to the table or close to the table, you can do weird jabs and pokes and you can attack with them a bit. You can do kind of like weird side spin shots with them that really confuse your opponents and and give you points. And you're not going to get that with other rubbers so much. Now, disadvantages for long pips, I guess, is the main one is just that it's, it's really difficult to attack with long pips. You're not going to be doing any any loops, any open-ups, anything like that. It's even quite difficult just to hit flat or punch, smash, anything. Um, long pips, definitely not suited to trying to attack a ball. And therefore, you need to be really good at twiddling if you want to use long pips and, and attack and defend on both wings. So twiddling is, is the idea of like quickly switching the bat in your hand so that the long pips change from being on the forehand and the backhand. And that's a real skill in itself and something that you're going to need to develop if you want to use long pips um, in the modern game. Now, the other thing about long pips is that it's quite difficult um, when you're just given loads of no-spin balls, like float balls. So my tactic against long pips is always just to basically do like float serves, no-spin serves, um, you know, roll the ball and then just go for a smash once it comes up high. So you can actually, you don't need to be doing all these really spinny loops against long pips because that's what they want. 
and get away with just rolling the ball, playing a bit flatter, um, and then just hitting hard and flat when you want to actually win a point. Because there's no point just feeding long pips spin. So, um, but I mean, the problem is that if you've got long pips and people are just giving you no spin, it's then very difficult for you to generate any spin yourself. The game becomes very much just a, a flat float game, and then your your attacking opponent is basically free to try and smash you around whenever they want. So moving to short pips, I mean, short pips, probably the biggest advantage is just the amount of options that you've got. So you can still chop with short pips. Um, you can go back from the table and defend with them. It's going to be a little bit harder than using long long pips, but you can still do that. Um, but on top of that, you know, you can loop with short pips. You can create your own spin on, on the ball. So if you're given a dead ball, you can create side spin, back spin, top spin, whatever. Uh, short pips are great for smashing, blocking, punching, all of those kind of flat, hard, aggressive shots. So that's a big advantage. Um, I guess the problem is that with short pips is that they're a lot easy to, easier to play against. So um, they generally play similar to your, your standard reverse um, attacking rubbers. So people aren't going to be surprised by what's happening. Um, they might get a bit confused by the ball coming off a bit flatter, but that's about it. You're not going to get many points by confusing people, making it tricky, difficult, being a bit different. Now, the other thing I want to say is that you can chop with anything. So you don't need long pimples to be a chopper. You know, you can go around chopping with energy if you want to. It's going to be more difficult, but you can you can teach yourself to do it. Long pips, all they're doing is they're making it easier and, and probably a bit more effective to be a chopper, especially if you've got people giving you really heavy topspin loops. It, it's going to be difficult to, to chop a super heavy topspin loop with energy, whereas it's going to be a lot easier and more effective with, with long pips. Um, when it comes to short pips, yeah, um, you, sh you should be able to chop well with short pips. It's just you're going to need to develop probably slightly better better feeling because short pips are going to be a lot less forgiving than long pips. So if, you, if you're chopping and you get slightly like the angle wrong or that ball's not going to go on the table. So certainly have a go at using both. I think it would be worth trying them out and it's probably good just for teaching you a bit of control and feeling too. See how they work for you. Um, you're definitely going to want to master twiddling as well, even if you're using short pips. I think it's a good idea to twiddle, but especially if you're using long pips, you need to be able to twiddle so that your opponent doesn't know what's going to be coming back from your forehand and your backhand. Um, yeah, and, and the key is that you've got to be able to do that, do that twiddling quickly and, and become a real master at twiddling because if you're not good at it, then that's going to mess you up even more. So thank you very much for the question, Steve. Uh, I hope that that helps you a little bit. I know that the table tennis forums are usually really good places for discussing issues like that, kind of um, defending stuff or, or stuff to do with pimples and anti. Um, there are loads of pimple users on mytabletennis.net and um, Oak, the kind of one-of-a-kind table tennis forum. So yeah, you should definitely go and, and join there, ask your questions in there and, and have a read of what other people are saying as well. Finally, before we go, I'd just like to give a quick shout out to our fantastic sponsor, tabletennisuniversity.com. They've got a huge range of different online table tennis courses, uh, courses teaching you everything you need to know about the game. You can sign up as a free member. You'll get full access to the two free courses on there, um, Towley's Basics Mastery and Tom Lodziak's Table Tennis for Beginners. And don't forget to go and check out the Table Tennis University blog too, where they share loads of great articles from different um, table tennis coaches. 
That's all for today. I'll be back tomorrow with the last episode of the week. And we're going to be looking at the often forgotten free arm and what you should do with it. So hopefully that'll be a good episode for people to listen to to end the week on. And yep, I'll see you tomorrow.